Deathwatch. Welcome back to Cradle of the World, a Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 slash Pathfinder first edition campaign by Deathwatch Productions. I'm Brandon, the Game Master, and we'll rejoin our heroes now in this ancient temple of sorts where Graham and Rohan and Fenrith are doing their best to stop some of these new invaders from reaching Casimir who is on the other side of a door doing something that they're not aware of. And Casimir was slowly bringing this massive golden ball to a mirror and having spikes and blades slash his legs every step of the way. So we'll pick up from there, but first introduce our heroes, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Casimir, uh, Hero of the Rock, and uh, I'm riding high on a Resident Evil 4 victory. Uh, Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm playing Graham, Hero of the Sea. And all week I was nervous about this encounter for some reason. There's, I have a memory in my head of the way Brandon looked as he was <laughs> moving pieces around. He was like a little too, like, Brandon could go either in, way. He gets in the Which moods. is a bad sign, yeah, right? He yeah. knows something. there's something about this enemy that's not going to be good. So prepare you yourselves. You can't trust Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Justin, I'm playing Rohan, Hero of the Sky, and I plan on just hiding behind Fenrith. It's always a good plan. Good call. Yeah. And I'm John, playing Fenrith, Hero of the Flame, and I plan on hiding behind Graham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't do that, Fenrith. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. Giant state. I've got some tricks up my sleeve, like you gotta Recall. Find them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Recall. Yeah. See you Just later, <laughs> back at the hero house. <laughs> as long as not total. All right. These people, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we had ended on Fenrith's turn. Um, well, at, at the end of Fenrith's turn, you cast a spell at that uh, large construct that's stomping down your direction, but it didn't work because those things are immune to magic that does not allow immune to magic that allows spell resistance so any spell that allows spell resistance they're immune to so but that's where we ended so we'll pick back up there and then so Fenrir's turn is over and can I still move so shocked are you that you cannot move do you have any actions left yeah all I, I did think was he... cast the spell yeah I guess he'll allow it <laughs> As I will proceed down the stairs in wrestler stance. What is wrestler stance? I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> Are you crab walking down the stairs? <laughs> crab. <laughs> I might have to smite you if I see that. That looks creepy. You can try. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe the game master will back me up and give me special smite power. But if he gives you special smite power, then John's going to get special like pincer Right, but it, catch it's, the blade. It's smite slash crab walkers, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's got pinchers. Yeah. I think we're not helping this situation out any, Travis. I think uh, doom draws near as Brandon's anger rises. Yeah, well, stop this silliness. That vision in my head said it was already preordained, so there's nothing we could do. Is this one of those things where 
like uh, fulfilling the prophecy is also trying to prevent it type of thing. Yeah. We just draw near. Okay, yes. Rohan, it's your turn. <laughs> Listen to the fury in that All voice. Right. <laughs> so, in an attempt to slow this thing down, I'm going to cast Entangle on the area. So let's see, do I, in targeted. Um, it's 20 foot circle radius. So, is that? Yeah, that's about the right size. So, yeah, just so that he's on the far side of it and he'll have to travel through the entire thing. Okay. All right. Cast that. And it should have. Yeah. Did it? It's immune. Well, it shouldn't be immune to this because it's. Does it have spell resistance? No, because it's not. Like the effect is magical, but. Or the. What it does is magical, but the effect is mundane. Well. Oh, it, it says no spell resistance on it. So. Um. Because I was thinking about doing a similar thing with my Ice Storm, but it has spell resistance. Um, does it have spell resistance against the damage, but not against the slipping effect? Uh, I'll have to look up again. But your Entangle does not have spell resistance. Yeah. Right. So um, where is that on your character sheet? Where's Entangle? Um, down towards the bottom, Ranger level one spell. Spell resistance, no. It's um, reflex for partial to avoid being trapped uh the reflex dc should be 14 let's try uh do the um why'd that move do the targeted effect of yeah just do the effect not the cast just the effect on him and see what happens no it says it already exists on law enforcer okay um and then so what is the reflex you said uh 14 for that spell yeah because i don't think it rolled it for him so let me do that. Yeah, I think it just automatically applied the effect rather than... Yeah, I'm having some errors here. What's causing it? Okay, let's try this here. And Fenrith, if you use a fire spell in that area, it will burn them away. I know. Actually, you're more of an acid spell these days, aren't you? No, because I only use that when fire resistance. There's not many things that have acid I won't tell him that I recently put fire resistance on myself. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Let uh, I kind of like the idea, like the imagery in my head of this thing getting entangled. It'd be these little tendrils of plants that were struggling to survive, growing up into its clockwork mechanics of its legs and stuff to trap it. Uh. All right, so Rohan casts Entangle in this space in front of and encompassing the Heavy Law Enforcer. And uh, so all these vines and thorns and things sprout up from the floor, wrap themselves around it. And um, anything else for your turn? Um, I'm going to step um, to try and get partial coverage behind this pillar here. Okay. And that'll be my turn. All right. So, Casimir, now right. you've got this giant golden ball on your shoulders. It's weight pressing down on you. Um, roll a fortitude save, please. There you go. Okay, you can move at half speed. All right. There we go. Okay. So, you move 20 feet forward in your first step. Some arrow 
shoots out of the wall next to you, dripping with acid, hits you for two points of damage. In your second step, the wall on the other side of you, um, from that wall, bursts a cold wind. So do a reflex save. And oh, what would the minuses be on that for yeah, conference? We're going to have a minus four to it. There you go. All right. So you succeed even with the minus four. So you'll take half damage. I'm over here getting hit with flamethrowers <laughs> or frost throwers, whatever you want to call. So that's eight points of cold damage. In your third step, stepping on Legos true hell a uh, slot on the wall opens up and a massive two-person wood saw <laughs> juts out oh no <laughs> vibrating and uh, slices at you so let's do a melee attack against you here and it's a hit mm. so the saw blade bites into you and starts cutting and um does 11 points of damage to you. And on your last step. I guess if that had been a commoner, it would have killed him. A lot of these yeah, like commoners <laughs> would have some problems. Because I'm like, the saw is all like big and menacing. And then, you know, relative to your total hit points, it takes a little nick out yeah. of you. And <laughs> well, it's sawing through uh, like breastplate right, and stuff. Like, yeah. Armor. Yeah. Bolt of so lightning. If it was a commoner, it would have been sawed in Shoots out of the wall towards you, but it misses on this particular one, so no damage there. And uh, you find yourself a bit closer to your goal. <laughs> All right, so that's your turn. Weird, Fenris doesn't show up in our party sheet. He left the party a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Now him, him and his new god. He's in a yeah. I was gonna say he's in a party with his god. God. <laughs> hey, Corlon. You want to go on a dungeon crawl with me? <laughs> you want to get online and kill the dragon? <laughs> Corlon, you're kind of not sharing the loot. <laughs> <laughs> loot whore. <laughs> Man, what would you do? Like, I don't really think there's too much you could do, right? <laughs> yeah, you just let him take the loot. <laughs> He's a god. Of course, if it's a god, they'd say, yeah. well, this, this will count as your offering. Yeah. Okay, Graham, your turn. Uh, yes, so I'm going to step up to Rohan because I see he's still sporting an injury there. Uh, wh how did you get injured the last time? I don't remember. <laughs> he probably What did you fight the injured. last time? I didn't fight anything the last time. No, his injuries come from a while ago. Yeah. Uh, not a while oh, ago. It, it must have been when I was fighting uh, the goblins that were trying to take the prisoners back to the camp. Yeah, I so took you have like a musket hits. shot wound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll go and I'll touch the obsidian wand to that, the hole, the blackened hole in his cheek. Do and, you uh, jam the tip in for good measure? <laughs> Make sure you get that wand in there nice and deep to get extra I, healing effect out of yes, it. Yes, I will do that. So, well, uh, since he's. Um, but you're trying do? to aim while he's doing it. Yeah, he's <laughs> sneak attacking me with the wand. And... Why did it, yeah, why well... did it do an attack? Sorry, I, I hit the wrong one. I actually have to do my. Use magic device check. Make sure I don't get a one. And then we'll heal him up. I'll kind of be giving him a stern look at this moment because didn't I have him targeted? Yeah, you healed him. Yeah. 19 points. 
Now roll a um, percentile dice for me, please. Uh-oh. See if it was one of those. Ooh, 22. 22. Uh-oh. It's pretty low, Justin. I'll suddenly explode from How many? energy. Um, all right, 22 is what you rolled? Yes. How many hit points were you down? 33. Yeah. How are you doing over there, Fenrith? Um, I am short 58 right now. Okay. It looks like you're still down 30-some, Graham. Yeah, I was. Lo- I thought I was looking at initiative. I thought it showed the exact amount on it the used combat to. Tra- used to, yeah. Yeah. That's why I was looking at the party sheet. Is it yeah, shows it on the party it. sheet when you hover over, but but Fenris not on there. But I can open it and I see all you. Maybe we Graham. If he's not on the party sheet, then he must be an enemy, and you are behind him. <laughs> and I wonder if we uh, contractually obligated <laughs> the sneak attack. <laughs> I wonder if we blocked him when he got his new god. He just uh, going oh, on. it's because I didn't add him to the party sheet. Because there you go. Ah, we're having hey. fun with our conspiracy theories. All right, Graham. So you step forward and you heal Rohan with the um, Onyx Wand. Anything else for you? That I'll take all my turn up. Okay. So this um, heavy law enforcer, after you cast that, it's magic detected. Magic is illegal. <sighs> Submit to the will of the emperor. Um, you will be destroyed. And then it. Um, continues. So it's got to do a escape artist or strength. Yeah. What's the DC? Uh, I believe it's the same as the as the spell. So fourteen. No, I think. The, um, I see. think the DC is higher. Um, the DC, DC for this check is equal to the DC of the spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fourteen escape artist or strength. Yeah. It's not very difficult. Um, but since he was entangled, he won't be able to make forward movement progress this round unless he's super special which is kind of weird because usually don't they make the escape artist check a bit higher because it's like a skill yeah Yeah. but this is a level one spell i mean Mm. for the most part at this level it's meant to just kind of lightly hinder people yeah which if it takes him one one round longer to reach us then it will have done its job okay let me see do you have where is it? There it is. Okay. Oh, I do see one of those human rangers. All right. So strength check and it, um, you know, it lifts its legs and breaks all the vines that were wrapped around it. Okay. And then Fenrith, your turn. All right. I will. 120 to the okay. law enforcer. Double move up. Now, what? Uh, was I going to ask you? Oh yeah, divine power. Usually, we'll cast that after righteous might. Yeah, it's just it's not as effective as it used to be. So, I might end up swapping it out for something else later on, as I've still got it prepared, but I didn't cast it. All right. So what? I think we'd stick with the one you've been using. What difference? What change did the? Um. So it cha- it used to change my base attack bonus. To my level. Yeah, I like that version. We'll stick with that one. Okay. Then um, in that case, I would move 20 and cast that. You want to move 20 feet forward? Yep. And then I'll cast the divine power on myself. Okay. All right. Let me get the effect on you here. And that'll last 14 rounds. Yep. All right. Then um, 
All right, so that increased your, it basically made your attack bonus to what it would be if you were a fighter of this level, right? Correct. And then what else did it do? Raised your strength by six, if I remember right. Yeah. All right, so you can make those changes like you used to do for your attacks and stuff to get that set up properly. And then you move forward, and that'll be it for your turn. How'd you get wounded last time, Fenrith? Um, yeah, I think this is still a, a holdover. Mm-hmm. Um, because, unless, because, yeah, we really haven't had much time. I think there was one night that we slept. Yeah, so this is like... Yeah, it was a holdover. From our from, early battles. Yeah, pretty much we came in, fought that law enforcer, flew off, fought the law enforcer mage, fought mage in and uh, ranger in town, fought some more in town, went to sleep. And they, they and had those uh, came back, like cutting lines of fire attacks. Mm-hmm. Was that what was going on? Yeah, it's I like a laser that. beam. Right. Yeah. One fifty. All right, that'll work. All right. So, um, so f- past the law enforcer, da- law enforcer down by one of the pillars. This um, human. You know, steps around that pillar and takes aim at you, Fenrith, with his uh, musket. Take a couple shots at you. Looks like it'll be three shots. I'm going to bet that guy's not immune to magic. Mm. All right, a miss, a miss. An automatic hit, but not a critical. So one hit for 13 damage, which is resisted down to 10 damage to you, Fenrith. And then... That one, and then we'll bring us back to Rohan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I am going to throw up, use my armor's ability, and throw up a wind wall. Um, it will, I'll do it in a circle that encompasses that area right there. Okay. So that anyone firing down the hall will have, their projectiles will have to pass through it. Um, I'll have to get your ruling on it, but it, it says that, um, arrows and bolts can't fly through it. Um, other ranged weapons passing through the wall have a 30% miss chance unless they are a siege engine projectile or other massive ranged weapon. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll get a 30% miss chance for any projectiles coming from that room. That will last for 15 rounds. You know what would be really nice on these is if you could put round counters on these um, pointers. Yeah, it would be. Uh, but that'll be my turn. Well, there's a label, too. So it's like this is a uh, tangle. So. Yeah. All right. Fort save. Okay. So that's your turn. And that's what? Like a you made it a circle wind wall? Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. All right. Casimir, fort save, please. Well, it's not supposed to happen until the food's cooking. <laughs> it's not in the mood to be waiting today. Didn't eat my second bowl of rice last night. <laughs> His stomach can sense that it's in the fridge. Okay, you can move a quarter speed. All right. That's some real hero's journey stuff you're on right here, Casimir. <laughs> Trudging forward. Never quit, never surrender. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was one of those where I was like all kind of hyped last week after, and I 
was thinking about stuff that I could do. I was thinking about maybe calling out, doing prayers and stuff like that. Right. I ain't doing any of that. (laughs) (laughs) I had to put the shoulder to the plow. (laughs) Okay. All right. So you start pushing forward and let's see. So you've moved 10 feet and a bunch of holes up in the ceiling open up and some arrows fly down at you, shoot out of the ceiling at you. (laughs) Do I get a cover bonus? 29 points of damage from these arrows. Your first step. <laughs> and then your second. Uh, on your second step, you can see on the wall next to you, there's like carvings and artwork or whatever, but one of them is a face. And uh, it animates into this uh, look of abject despair and lets out this haunting wail. And so do a will save. All right. But it has no effect on you. That's your turn. You find yourself ever closer. No, that's when it starts doing that thing where, like, every step he takes, another tile pops up and he gets pushed back a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, let's see. What is it to move through? Yeah. All right. So this... um. Down here behind the the law enforcer, this goblin steps out around that corner and raises his musket, and he will take aim at Fenrith. Bullet sponge. And he'll fire his musket, and then, um, but he's got a 30%. We'll give that 30%, so let's try it. Let's see if he would even hit to begin with. Fenrith will be so full of slugs by the end of this, it'll kind of sound like he's got a pocket full of change or something when he's walking, <laughs> along with all the other racket he makes. That's why yeah, you're I not going to notice, though. Because <laughs> you just subsist off of the belly, belly full of bullets. <laughs> yeah, he does fire, but the, where the shot goes, I mean, it's not even close, so don't worry about him. But then, Graham, your turn. It went behind him. All right, so uh, seeing. Fenrith move off, I'll click my heels together so I can zip after him and, and put some healing on him. You're going to put on haste? Yeah, so I can move 60 feet and uh, catch up to him. So let's see how the use magic device goes. Rolled <coughs> well enough, I think. Yeah, 31. And then here's some healing for you. Reminded me of Dr. Thank Evil you. over there. Yeah. Finger hovering over the buttons. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> Uh, and then that should be it for me. I'll put the haste on here. In a I'm sorry, oh, already got it. Cool. But uh, it appears your time <laughs> is done. <laughs> nope, healing. And when Mr. I... Bigglesworth gets angry, <laughs> Graham gets angry. <laughs> well, it's hard to, on these, like, the biggest one is, like, you have to turn on a function, so mm. you're looking for F8. So I'm like, which one is 8 there? Because it's all tiny. Yeah, I think you can reverse that in uh, the settings. Oh, okay. So it functions always on. You turn it on to like turn your volume up and down. Uh-huh. All right, roll a percentile dice, Graham. This time we got a 35. Okay. All right, and then you're moving up to him. I hope it's implosion. That's I your turn? Always wanted to see it. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. All right, so the law enforcer will once again... Begin its march. My hover over stopped working. There we go. This doesn't work with Fenrith anymore. 
always liked, uh, oh, there's like a certain type of anxiety from like MMOs watching hit bars oh, right. go yeah. down <laughs> when you're not in range of it. I know what you mean. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, OMW and then, oh no. Or the the one that would get me is when you were AOE healing, but for some reason there was one person yeah. who wasn't in the area of effect and it's like, get over here. Like, what are you doing? All right, so it'll stomp forward 15 feet. Yeah, it's not like you're being like some type of healers that stand on a rock or anything. <laughs> Still talking about how it was a uh, magic is illegal and it will, um, it still has you targeted. And it's, so it will shoot some laser. It's laser at you, Fenrith. Uh, is this a fire based attack? Fenrith, there it is. Um. Yeah. Okay. As I I noticed, I don't have my uh, benefit from the ring, the thirty um, fire resistance as an effect anymore. As I forgot about it when we switched over, but I just oh, I went gotcha. and added my my ring spells back to my spell list as well. All right. Yeah. Let me put that back on there. Thank you. Because that's one of the only saving graces here. Is that. If I remember right, it could do a ton of damage to me with this thing, but I can't do a ton of damage to it either. So it's basically like two giants just wrestling around, breaking stuff. Okay, resist energy. The only difference is I look better in a loincloth. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah, I got taller now. Doesn't that uh, equal better looking? No. <laughs> Well, at least it doesn't look as odd. Yeah. Because what am I, 14 <laughs> feet now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. we got increased and then now you. Yeah. But you're also basically like a teenager now. So. Skinny. Oh, you haven't uh, oh, no. filled out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you've <laughs> got that awkward, awkward teenager look to you, too. You look like a monster from Silent Hill. We all do. Let's <laughs> not kid around here. <laughs> Well, now I'm like I'm thinking of it since that doubled the size. Like if it, it, we were about, well, how how tall did we get? Let's see how. Well, it's on your sheet. Yeah. Oh, six. So six, six. So yeah, that's about thirteen feet. But tall. like our weight, like look at your weight. <laughs> yeah, my weight would be like five hundred and something. Well, oh, I mean like. I was talking about like how skinny you are, because like we're we're fairly skinny. Well, that's what I'm wondering here. Like with it increasing my size like this, like my height, is that does that seem right? Uh, it would should I still say, be skinny, or do I bloat out? Well, you would still you would gain some additional weight. Like it does that too, but uh, it should tell you how much. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go find it. Let's see, six six and a hundred. I'm six foot six and 170 pounds. That's really dang skinny. You gotta oh, eat it looks like more. my damage yeah. reduction is off on this as well. As it should be 10 evil. Or sorry, 5 evil. Not as next level, it's 10 evil. How can you tell with all those effects on you? It's like a <laughs> uh, small DR3 novel. Evil. <clears throat> it's a small novel you got there. Flaming Burst, Divine Power, Attack, 2 Luck, Damage, 2 Luck, Ability, 2 Lux. Arcane Instructions, but in the midst of it, oh, there's a random 
remove your eyeballs and put them in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> secret coded messages. That's how I always fight in <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> It just doesn't really say. Oh, there it is. Increase Sanity the, can't take you that. There it is. DR5 weight by evil. a factor of eight. By a factor of eight, so that would make you. What's your base? Um, 162. 162 times eight. Uh, like 13. Almost 1300. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of chunky now. No, you're just bigger, skinnier. Well, no. I mean, someone who's 13 feet shouldn't be. 1300 yeah, pounds you're not like spaghetti skinny but like you grew proportionally so it just double your weight basically if, if it just sized them up in perfect proportion to <laughs> double that, his height. I look well, see not quite like a, a small child that's like three feet tall is like 35 40 pounds but you go to six feet tall and they're quite a bit heavier but there's also variance amongst people who are six feet tall. I'm yeah. just wondering if it's just changing the proportions of him uh, to fit that large category. Yeah, that that's which kinda... basically has to go long enough for him to have the reach right of a large creature. Yeah. Which at six foot six, he doesn't yeah. need to go much. Right. <laughs> uh, although sometimes I can't help but just imagine him us as being like cubes, so he just kind of widens yeah. up. <laughs> yeah when you look on the map <laughs> like it has all the details but that's just in like cube art right so his <laughs> arms are there but they don't have any definition and i like it <laughs> all right yeah so it's gonna be it's a laser at you fenrith but it doesn't penetrate your armor but we do gotta make a couple changes here to your uh-oh Someone's getting audited. Are you just going to remove all of his buffs and write dumb? (laughs) (laughs) Dumb. Last forever. (laughs) Your face. It's in a radiator. Just remember, when you move as slow as I do, you got a lot of time for buffs. Got a lot of time for thinking. All right, Fenrith, your turn. All right. So I am going to go another 20 feet. And then I will cast, we'll see if this works, um, Dispel Magic on Lonson. It does not have spell resistance. It would be interesting if it did. Yeah, but it might have certain immunities. I'm trying to, like, golems are super tricky. Because I, th- I think they'll, least, they'll list things generally that they would ordinarily have immunity towards under spell resistance, but for some reason they have a vulnerability to it. If I dispel law, does that mean that we enter a state of anarchy? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it just popped up. I was looking for dispel. <laughs> well, these hierarchies are just, they don't make sense if you think about it. <laughs> as, so That's would a, it make a difference if I cast that as at a seventh level uh, as opposed to a third level? Oh, man. Where does it say that stuff? Um I think for most spells that just changes the the DC, the yeah, save, the target number, okay. yeah, the yeah. save DC. Um, That's what I thought, or variables within it that are based on level. Well, I'd I'd say that you know enough about magic and about these things to know that that's not going to do anything. Not going to work. All right. No. So if I can change your plans, then as it doesn't. Will... Essentially, it it doesn't work because it's a it doesn't work against a creature. Right, so even though there's like 
probably some magic that went into the creation of this thing. Uh, once that was done, it, it's a creature now, and it's not a magical not effect. So, so yeah, you know that wouldn't work. Unless, unless you think that there is some additional magical effect that's been put on it that you're trying to dispel. Well, and, and but there's been no no evidence of that. Yeah, I, and that was what I was originally thinking was like there. There's got to be a spell that was powering this thing is trying to to target that. But if it wouldn't work out, then I will instead. I don't think I can reach it in one go. All right, so. Can I instead have clicked my haste boots? Yeah. And then I think I could reach it with a charge at that point from where I was at. Because I would be eight. Um, right. As soon as you hit the entangled, the you'll stop. Oh, that's though. right. Your, your thing. You can't um, yeah, you can't charge through there. Always jump. Yeah. Mm. A jump tackle. Feet, it looks like 20 feet from the edge of the entangle. Yeah. If you're... Was it, has he? And he only has to go in ten because he's got reach. Yeah. Mm. So if you're going fast enough, like I don't know, friend. Look, could he charge down those stairs? I guess technically not. No, he's pretty strong though. Like, all right. So instead, I will move double move. Yeah. No, and that would put me right at the edge of it. So what? What was the question? Could you uh, charge I don't think I or could charge down the stairs? Just depends on whether the stairs put a movement penalty or not. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that they do. Well, like uh, for charging, like it might be considered like unstable. That's true. Or something like that. Sort of terrain. <laughs> rough terrain. Of rough terrain. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So you're moving here. All right. Anything else for you? Well, that's it for nope, you. That okay. should have been it. Shout back at Rohan to get rid of this. <laughs> the entangle. Yes. Get your blasted spell out of here. I can. You should be able to dispel your own spell. It has to be dispellable. Is it? That's what I'm checking on. It does have the little D, or the capital D. It does have the the D. The D. Mm. It's got the D in the end. Use that D to get rid of this entangle. (laughs) Dismiss your pagan magic. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, it might be closer to (laughs) the way it gets there. Does cleric have entangle? Druid, plant, uh, ranger. No, yeah. no. Plant is technically. Oh, it's a domain, spell. right? But yeah. he doesn't have plant domain, so he would. No. His enemies could use plant, and he could hate it all the more. Well, as we found out when he wasn't on our party sheet, he is one of the enemies. <laughs> no, he's just not in a party with us. He's in a party with uh, Corleone. Which yeah. I'll make in a, I'll make some sort of compromise not to fight that party. Corleone Larathian does kind of sound like a mafia Bob. Plus, I've made a divine character, so I kind of know, like, (laughs) what they're (laughs) capable of. Mm. I had, like, 90-something divine ranks. It was insane. Well, that uh, was a bunch of BS on some of that stuff. Right, Right. but even so, Normally, it would be, like, 20. Right. And there was some other stuff that was changed. But I think the main ones, because I remember looking at them, so if you took one of, like, the big ones... They were they usually had what like ten to fifteen. Those were like big deities, divine yeah. ranks. Yeah, yeah, like I think Ao was the most. Yeah. with twenty. And Corallon, being like a principal one, he probably would have been pretty high up there. Yeah, but like um, I think Shar is the highest divine rank in Fair Rune, other than Ao, and she's like eighteen. I think. Yeah. 
I remember yeah. kind of running the, I think it was the mask. I can't remember what the guy's mm. name is, uh-huh. but he had just the one divine rank. I was kind of like testing him mentally against your crew at the time. And, um, cause I was wondering when I could actually start pushing you guys into facing like an actual deity from Faerun. All right. So then, uh, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Near, so that would be. All right, so Rohan, you just noticed that your um, wind wall just disappears. Okay. Which means they got a mage or something that dispels magic. And then um, like this, uh, this human there by the pillar, he's still aiming at you, Fenrith. And uh, he's going to take multiple shots at you with his rifle. And um, so we've got a hit, an automatic hit, but not a critical. So two hits for eight and ten. Resisted down to eight damage from your damage reduction that you take from those shots there. And uh, you can see a goblin step out from a, a pillar on the other side of the hallway there. Also take an aim at you with his musket. And he will take a shot. And he hits for three damage. And uh, Rohan. All right. So I'll do as Fenra says and dispel the uh, the pointer here. If I can get a hold of it. Center. Can you click anywhere and do the remove all markers one and it drops all your markers? Yeah, you just right click and then hit the pointers and then remove, remove pointers. pointers. There, there you go. go. All right, so then I will uh, change my target from the law enforcer to the goblin ranger. Private second okay. class, the one that walked into my wind wall before it disappeared. Yeah, right there at the corner. <laughs> yeah, and um, let's see, I'll do deadly aim. So I think I've got that on me. Uh, yeah, deadly aim is up. I'll get a plus four. For my uh, favorite enemy for Goblin Ranger, which will negate that minus four from the deadly aim. And then I will do a full volley at him. All right. So we're sending four arrows down the hallway at him. Yep. One of them misses, but the three others hit. Okay. And should automatically put the plus eight damage, but then favorite enemy will add another... There are the three damages. Uh, 26, 28, and 30. Yeah, so that one had one hit point left. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I might have overdone it. So basically, you you shoot anime arrows at him and they slice him to just blood on a white screen. I imagine they all how, stuck in. How far have you gotten in uh, Fire Emblem, Justin? Um, uh, enough to get the archer ring? No, not yet. Apparently, no. well, oh. when you get that, that's what uh, I imagine that like. All right. Anything else for you, Ron? Um, no, that'll be my round. I'll continue trying to keep um partial coverage. Okay. Now, Casimir, fortitude save. Yes, sir. Fortitude it up. Fortituding. Fortituder. Okay, so you can move half speed. All right, move 20 feet up. All right, so you 
continue pushing forward. This thing seems to be getting heavier and heavier. But um, let's see. Is this let's like it, the punishment of the sizzle fist, something like that? <laughs> Pushing that uh, boulder up the mountain? No, it's cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first step. Sisyphus, uh, I believe. Yeah. A scythe yeah, comes out of the, the wall uh, and slices into you. You should have jumped. Uh, this, if you're LARPing down the hallway here, you got people coming out with cardboard. Cut out saws. It's all in my mind. <laughs> Throwing sparkles at you, the glitter uh. <laughs> for magical effects. Next step, a log Lightning swings pole. out of the other wall. <laughs> Who made this? <laughs> I'll be kind of a jerk. But it, uh, I know, deflects off of your armor. Third step, an axe swings out of the floor. <laughs> but, uh, that one also deflects off your armor, and on your last step, right at the threshold into that room, a dragon comes swinging out of the corner. I was going to say a <laughs> dragon head comes down out of the ceiling. A dragon no. with a bunch of uh, scythes attached to it. A pitchfork <laughs> comes out of the floor. It's a dragon <laughs> that breathes scythes. But uh, that's not able to penetrate your armor either. Nice. Because I'm kind of getting woozy here, guys. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching the hit point on the part yeah, of the It was that arrow volley that really got me. All right, so as you step to, uh, well, yeah, so you end at the end of that hallway there. And right. then uh, Graham. Yeah, so like a little kid following his older brother, I'll zip after Fenrith, put another round of the healing on him. And I also want to note that I am using his him as soft cover. <laughs> if that becomes important. So use magic device. Ooh, that was Ooh, almost that was close. one. Here's the healing. And after all that, I'll turn my haste off. Okay. And that'll do it for me. Uh, we'll roll a, a percentile. percentile. Okay, what do we get? What do we get? 17. Oh, yeah. Man, you're rolling low. Getting good. Get all those out for your game master again. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't need to see those as... Enemies in Call of Cthulhu. Yep. That very well could have been an extreme hit on yeah. a Call of Cthulhu enemy. If I was Game Master, I'd just save them all. All right. Then roll another <laughs> percentile. Uh-oh. That Uh-oh. means I didn't went down the list tree. Here we go. 68. Ah, oh, come on. Add one. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you step forward and you uh, cast... The or you use that wand on Fenrith and uh, and it does heal him, but you can feel that it like discharges much more powerfully than normal. Like you know what it feels like when the wand goes off, but this time it's like way more powerful. Now the healing effect is not increased, so that's not where that power went. But then as you um, as you go to like step back or as you finish that, you feel this intense pain in your hands and they. Um, before your eyes, they change into lobster pinchers. No. <laughs> Both of them. Do I get a natural attack? Yeah. <laughs> but you drop, you know, so you drop the wand and you're looking at your hands. You also need to yell that it wasn't meant to be me. <laughs> and point uh, to Fenrith. All right. It wasn't meant to be me. Click, 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 click. This is going to cause uh, <laughs> lobster pinchers. Well, my hope is that I would, uh, that I just kept making you bigger. So I'd be like, honey, 
I blew up the kids where they had a big <laughs> toddler, a big cleric on the loose. Uh, that's kind of the same. <laughs> I got to get a teddy bear attached to a helicopter to lull you to sleep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Teddy bear. <laughs> okay. So that's your turn. So yeah, you've got these lobster pincers here and... Um, I'm a monster. <laughs> so this uh, law enforcer will stomp forward and sh- and um, attack you with a slam. Run away, Fenrith. Run and bounce off the wall because I don't realize I move sideways now. <laughs> Hope it's permanent. <laughs> uh, but misses. And uh, Fenrith, your turn. All right. I will five foot forward or... Something like that, just to get within range. And then uh, I will full attack and, well, sorry. Yeah, I will full attack and can you do a swift action if you've done a five foot? What is a swift action? I think it's like the same as a free action. You can just do it any time, right? Like even on somebody else's turn. But I think you're limited to like one One, around. right, yeah. So it's either that or five foot, right? Well, I don't know if it takes away the free action you get on your turn. Good question. What say you, Brandon? A swift, swift action is like um, something that doesn't that takes very, very little time, but it's a little bit more effort than a free action. So you can do one per turn without affecting your ability to do other actions. So in that regard, it's like a free action. Um, but you can only do one single swift action per turn, okay. r- regardless of what other actions you take. And you can take a swift action anytime you'd normally be able to do a free action. Um, so they usually it's for stuff like spellcasting, activating a feat or magic item or something. Yeah, I want to use my cleric domain power weapon master and gain the greater vital strike feat. Okay. For eight rounds. That's for your cleric vital- domain? Yeah, I already have the Vital Strike and Improved Vital Strike. All right, and I think I think that's actually... Or I guess it would be 14 rounds, sorry, that I could have it. Yeah, so unless otherwise noted, activating a domain power is a standard action. Well, it says at 8th level as a swift action, you gain the use of one combat feat for a number of rounds per day equal to your cleric level. The rounds don't need to be consecutive, and you can change them chosen each time what's this one called the ability weapon master okay and that's from the war domain yeah i believe i got that one from the war domain because the good domain i think i got holy lance okay there you go okay so which feat are you trying to gain use of uh greater vital strike okay because i have the first two already i took those as the the feats that i we'd gotten for switching over to pathfinder awesome Okay. All right. So, is the the first attack will use the greater vital strike. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a hit. So, roll the weapon's damage dice for the attack four times. So just the damage dice. Yeah, and then and then the other one. So, do you want me to do like a? Because there's no sixty. Oh, custom dice. There's no what? That's not right. Trying to figure out how to make it, how to get that many dice. Well, what is your weapon? 2d6? It's 2d6, so it should be an 8d6 total, and then I can roll. And then 8d6 plus 6, and then I can roll the 1d6 fire. So yeah, so just, just just do that, and then I'll apply it to the um, 
So, so just go, just go grab the dice, you know, where you got the dice on the bottom of your screen. So you just left click to grab it and then right click until you've got as many as you want. Okay. And then the extra six from my strength is not included in that one. Right. So you roll the damage dice four times, then you add bonuses from strength and weapon abilities. So... Six from your strength, and then roll, what is it for your fire? 1d8? Uh, 1d6. Yeah, roll that. Roll a d6. Oh. Okay. So 34 damage total. All right. And then I will finish with uh, my other two attacks plus my one haste attack. Okay. So let me add that on there. So. Did I break 100 damage there? Um, No. Well, not once it's resistance. Yeah, stuff. Um, before yeah. resistance, though, I think I did. Yeah, you. Yeah, what did you have? Forty-seven, seventy, seventy-five, something like that. Eighty, ninety. Yeah, you would have broke hundred. All right. So you step forward and you slice into this thing with your sword, and you're definitely, you know, you're definitely doing damage to it. You can tell. I mean, it does have some resistances, but you're still peeling away at its. Um, plating so anything else for your turn no that that should be a full round there okay all right so that won't work all right so the uh ranger down there will continue taking shots at you fenrith so one hit for 10 damage there resisted down to five and then the other one also take another shot at you and he'll do five damage to you. And then uh, back to Rohan. Okay, so <clears throat> if I take a five foot step out from behind this pillar, can I see the human ranger? Um, well, uh, you'll have to see. Can you? Well, it shows him on the map. I just don't know if he's taking cover or anything else. That yeah, so if you step out to here... I don't know why it's showing you on the map. You shouldn't be able to see him. I mean, it's like a straight line, and he's... Well, yeah, I'd say you you can see him a little. He definitely would have partial cover. Okay, which my... Um, which wouldn't mean anything, yeah, but... I'd negate that. But I guess technically under the rules... As he... Okay, so I'll try and time it as he's leaning out to fire at Fenrith. Okay. And um, I'll do a full volley at him... I'm going to drop my deadly aim. I don't get the minus four, but I will get a penalty for range increment. And let's see, that's yeah, just over, right at 200 feet. So then, yeah, full volley at him. And first one being the, the multi-shot. So if the first one hits, it's two arrows. Or the one with the highest modifier. So that 29. Okay, so yeah. So we have one hit. Okay, and that was the first one, so that's two arrows or 16 and 20 damage. Okay. Yeah, so you do send some arrows sailing down there that thunk into him. You can hear him shout in pain. I wonder if this is the same jerk that was uh, hitting me in the forest. All right, and yeah, that'll be my turn. On to Chasm. You need to get a spell that can mark enemies. That's just permanent. <laughs> it doesn't do yeah. anything else. It's just you can see the mark, so you know if you've seen them before. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't be able to sleep at night. 
no, I just have to kill all human uh, rangers now because one of them offended me at some point. I'm fine with that. Just like I have to kill all vampires because one of them got away from us and ogre mages and... I'm fine with ogre mages for sure. Vampires are fun. We just need to wait for daytime. All right, Casimir, you can move quarter speed. All right. So you step up to the base of this, and uh, basically it's like a a platform, a smaller version of what you grabbed this giant golden ball from. Okay. And um, so you're not able to put it up on there this turn. But but, uh, as you step in, you know, the lights, um, there's some magical lights turn on, and they bathe this room in light, and you can see um, this giant mirror, um, but it's, it's too tall for you to actually see the reflection in it because mm. uh, it's up on this pedestal, but you can see, and you can't angle your head up high enough to get a good look at it because of the weight of this thing on your back, but you can definitely see the, what it's attached to there. And, um, but no more traps appear to cause you damage. That's the greatest trap of all. <laughs> now it's all in my head. Okay. And then Graham. So you got your lobster pinchers here. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, uh... <laughs> I'll kind of click them, see how they feel. Uh, I'm, how much damage do they do, Brandon? Uh, well, it would do uh, 1d4. Weak pinchers. Plus strength. Okay. I was just getting my attacks set up <laughs> for my new life. <laughs> uh, Fenrith, just so you know, I, I left the rod back here if you need it. Uh, did you hear me? Well, I guess if you're going to have a, a natural attack, having it as a rogue would be the best. Because you uh, can still get your sneak attack yeah, with your natural. Yeah. And weapons finesse still works with it, too. Nice. Um, yeah, so I'll tell him I dropped the rod there. And let's see what to do next. Oh, what happened to my rings? Yeah, so they've basically just turned into bigger versions. Oh, right. Because the magic aspect are yeah. around my... Like around bracelets the, or something, or maybe the top yeah, part of the pinchers. around the top part of it, yeah. Okay, well, I will uh, scoot up to behind this pillar for now, and uh, I'll fumble. I'll try getting. I'll try to get the dagger blood tooth out with the pincer. But if it seems like it's going to be difficult, then I'll I'll reanalyze the situation. Be careful, he might get jealous. Right, he'll turn my natural weapons, which I can't use, into something else. So I'll just have two puff balls for hands every time i hit thing it'll scatter the the puff everywhere or the, the spores yeah i'll move up behind that pillar and take cover behind there okay you need to get your legs turned into pincers too then you can take multi-attack that would be nice okay. what how many more attacks you can just do all of your natural attacks yeah and then i have what my off hand, how does my off hands work? Are they they all sure? count as off. <laughs> you, you have one main hand and right. everything else is your off hand. Gotcha. For multi-weapon. Or, so that would give me two, I'd be doing seven attacks then. Because if I had haste, I'd have three from my main. Yeah. And then I get an additional one from one of the off hands and then each of the off hand ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's multiple levels to all those right. two. So eventually you could become like uh, John's Ranger, <laughs> right. except more so. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if the dagger... Uh, will work. I, I figure that's worth an action and that will use up my turn. All right. So you, you go over here and you're trying to see if you like, you can properly hold right. blood tooth. All right. If it seems like it's going to be at severe disadvantage to fight with it, then we'll have to go pincers. Yeah. So as you go over there and you're, 
trying to work this out, you you hear and you feel just the most intense laughter, like in your mind, you know, from blood tooth. It's like the kind that, where, like, where people can't breathe properly and that they're in danger of literally dying from laughter. <laughs> so you can see that um, blood tooth begins like morphing a bit, and you can set, you can sort of see that it would end up as something that that would fit perfectly but the laughter continue and then it just reverts back to its normal maybe it's like a you know the the full hand guard so i'm actually putting yeah. the top part yeah. of my pension in there and it's kind of locking in yeah pretty much maybe i got like monkey grip now try to take this away from me um all right but okay. uh yeah so that's this isn't too bad I feel oh. like I'm losing sanity, though. <laughs> you should be, especially with him laughing at you like that. It's demoralizing. I've been abused by him for so long that when they, if he acts nice, which has never happened, then this it would is, be more This sanity. is Brandon's long game, though, right. because you took his hand as Dr. Andrews. <laughs> right. Now he's taking your hands. Oh, you like to play with him. Mess with a man's profession, will you? I've been looking at all the different... Uh, sayings and phrases that use the word pinch so that I can <laughs> now pun all the time, you know, like Rohan, take this with, take this with a pinch of salt, Fenrith, but <laughs> Why you my a penny pincher. Right. <laughs> all right. Anything else for you, Graham? No, that was it. Okay. Turn in all your hero points. <laughs> <laughs> Bran walks over and just rips your hero uh, amulet off your neck. All right, so uh, Fenrith, this um, this law enforcer will attack you uh, with two slams, uh, and uh, one of them hits for twenty two damage, and then um, it's your turn. Did that uh, did that make me bleed? Let's see. That would put you at. Well, yeah, yeah, you'd be bleeding out of your face. But is it your right. own blood? As I will cast defensively. What is that? Oh, they got rid of concentration. Didn't oh, they? no. That's uh, right above your casting area. It's uh, CC, concentration check. Uh, right? There it is. Don't worry, oh, Fenris. No. Uh, Use, oh, no. Does natural one count on concentration checks? Because that was still a good. I don't know if it was good enough for his DC, whatever he was he's doing. But. I don't know. Is it like a skill? I guess it, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a skill, but uh, it, it would still be enough. To, it would still be enough to do it. I'm not sure if Pathfinder has auto failure on skills. I, I don't think 3.5 did. All right. So what are you trying to do? Just cast a spell defensive so I don't provoke an attack. Bomb so what, what spell are you trying to cast? Uh, blood tentacles. All right. So that 15 plus double spell level. Right. Yeah, and what level is that? Let's see, cleric. Oh, is it five spell on this? Yeah, so it'd be twenty. Oh. Um, twenty-five is what you need. So it would still provoke. Yeah, and it will take that attack against you. You lose the spell if you fail. Let's see. Might be looking at the wrong rule set. Too. No, you got it. If you if you fail the check, you lose the spell, just as if you had. Cast it to no effect. All right. So that's not... Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. I seem to remember that happening that way in D&D, right? You're either casting it defensively or you're not casting it if you, you fail a concentration check. 
and you lose the whatchamacallit. It doesn't go forward. Yeah. Whereas the other option is is you attempt to cast the spell and you potentially get hit, at which point you make a concentration check versus the damage dealt plus spell level or something. Yeah. All right. So you're all right, so it will take that attack. But misses. But yeah, so you've spent that spell. It wouldn't have gotten attack opportunity because he never yeah. cast it. He just failed it. Yeah, say, but that's what he was trying to do. The other do. way is if we do it that way, then if I didn't get hit, the spell would still go off, wouldn't it? Even if you were just casting normally, this there's still a chance the spell would go off even if you were hit. It's just a different type of concentration check. right? It's not like a grapple where the grapple can fail. All right. And then, let's see, so this guy, what has he got? Let's see. No, that's too close. Okay. All right. And then, uh, let's see, the ranger, he will continue to take shots at Fenrith. And all of his attacks miss this time. And then this goblin, still happy to be alive, take a shot as well. And hits for 10 damage. And now we're back to Rohan. All right. So. Wait, uh, was it just you, Kaz? Was it just Casimir that had spells made permanent on them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't have any. have any. Okay. So, yeah, do kind of that five foot step forward and out into the. Why does it keep dropping it? Um, out and into the more center of the room mm-hmm. so that I can try and get a better bead on that ranger down there oh, once again range increment and yeah once again full volley of arrows at him with the first one being two arrows all right first attack missed the second attack hits and uh the rest miss as well okay so yeah just one arrow hits him Ooh, that's nearly max damage for that okay so <clears throat> yeah and that's my turn all right, and then uh, Casimir. All righty. Uh, oh, I'm there, right? Do I still need to move forward or? Nope, you just have to spend this turn getting the this globe up onto that pedestal. Okay, so how do I go about that? I'll attempt to lift it and. Nope. Nope. Nothing to do there. You just. Set it down? Just say you do it, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll set the uh, globe up on the pedestal. All right, so you uh, set that on there and. Uh, like where you found it, it hovers just an inch or so off of that. But, uh, you know, all the light in this room becomes more radiant and starts reflecting off of that um, mirror up there. And now that you don't have this giant thing on you, you can look at that mirror. And uh, and as, as you watch it, you can see that um, it's actually liquid. Okay. And so it does reflect. You can see like light reflecting off of it, but as you look at it more closely, you can see that it also seems to be a window Okay. to uh, some, something else. But that's what you can see from where you are. All right. Uh, Dice, do I have moves still, or it was putting the globe on there? Yeah, that would take up your turn. Okay. All right, Graham. Okay. So now that I'm back in the fight, I got my blood tooth, so... Move out behind cover here. <laughs> yep, weapons holding weapons. <laughs> uh, I can't see where he is. I know roughly where he is. So I'm moving out to behind the construct there. 
Don't worry, Fenris. We got him in a pincer attack. (laughs) (laughs) If you critical, do you hit with both of them? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Right. Both weapons at once, and I'll uh, thrust Blood Tooth towards him in a single attack. I'll also click my haste boots on. I already put uh, haste on me, Brandon. And how many rounds of that do you have left? Eight now. Uh, there's also something else I need to put on myself because I will fight defensively. Okay, get my targets right. All right, Law Enforcer, one attack. Ah, a miss. I didn't put flanking on it, though, so 29. Um, That would hit. Okay, cool. And we determined I could sneak attack, but at least with the last ones we fought, but that my bleeding and staggering effects did not work. Right. Okay, so here's the sneak. Uh, sorry. Uh, deduct 13, Brandon. I hit the wrong macro. There's the sneak attack. So many dice. Okay. I want to see you get like a full dual wielding, full round, all hit yeah. sneak attack. What I'll do next round if nothing disastrous happens. And that'll use up my turn. Okay. All right. So this uh, law enforcer, um, if you stab it in the back a couple of times and do some pretty good damage to it, so it'll turn around and swing its arm at you in a oh, slam goodness. attack. Not what I expected. Can I try and distract it? <laughs> 42? Oh, man. I was just... <laughs> yeah, I quit playing the defense game. See, it's only what, half your hit points. <laughs> 26 damage to you. And then, let's see, a minus two. Little... This is why I wanted to get that ring that lets me share my hit points with right. you. Um, well, it's not as bad as that it I'm casting a spell. <laughs> I know how much it hates that. <laughs> well, hurry up. I'm in a pinch over here. And then another, it'll do its other slam against you, Fenrith. You need to take the claws away before we rise up against Graham. Don't worry, there's only so many. So I only got like 12 more I can work in. Uh, I guess that's pretty too many, but I can, just I so can, you guys can keep a counter going. I can justify this as Casimir, too. Casimir isn't yeah. going to put up with any. So it hits you with that for uh, 19 damage, resisted down to 14, Fenrith. And that's that thing's turn. You always start. And now, Fenrith, it's your turn. Start changing. All right. I will, uh, Frigo trying to cast the spell, um, although it might be worth it. Um, I'll go with, uh, another full attack on it, same as the first time. Okay. So this is the, uh, greater vital strike attack. It's a hit. <laughs> Sorry, apparently it didn't roll. It just looked like it on my screen. What didn't? Oh, if you don't like have your mouse moving when you let go of the dice, then they just fall and don't yeah. actually roll. Mm. I tried. No, I was... it it was if since it wasn't hovered over the chat mm. window, they just yeah. like exploded all over the screen, and all right, nothing happened. <laughs> so then, um, do me a favor, don't roll the others st- any other attacks yet until I get this figured okay. out. So, so Thirty-three. Minus. Yeah. I kept trying to drop mine into the input, the chat input uh-huh. when we started. So kept getting pissed. But Travis, you can start changing words that sound like claw. <laughs> or just, so like, hey, I'm clawing to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you, you've just been focusing on pinch. <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you do some pretty serious damage with that attack. 
All right. And then uh, did you add the plus six as well for my strength? Uh, yeah. And you've got a whole right, other so here's my crabby other attacks. <laughs> Go away. I'm feeling crabby. Okay. So attack number two is a miss. Number three is a hit. And then my and haste attack. You can join forces with the, t- with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you both have claw attacks. Okay. So yeah, a couple more hits are a little less substantial than that first one, but they still slice into it. Anything else for you? Um, nope, that should be it. As I'll, I'll tell it that if it turns away again, I'll cast another spell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if it works or not, but I mean, might as well. I just picture these things like triggering on uh, like drunken speech. <laughs> You know, spell casting detective. <laughs> right, <laughs> You're all right, construct. I don't care what they say. Man. Magic is illegal. <laughs> hey, now I'm trying to make peace with you. <laughs> Laser beam just right through the middle of his forehead. He's standing there with a smoking hole. Topples over slowly. All the alcohol inside him gets ignited, though. <laughs> Comes a torch. Looks like when a those pro natural gas buses go up mm. where they're shooting flames out to the side. Ah, or like when we taped all those uh, sparklers together right. and we got like a twenty foot tall <laughs> torch. Those are some of the most disappointing ones I've ever been because for some reason I expect a bunch of firework grindings to explode. Yeah, and it just makes colors. We did have that one that we. That we blew up that had like a 30-foot fireball of sparkly things. Yeah. Send everybody scattering. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you got like a one out of 20 of yeah. your firework contraptions that actually do something the great. The snakes were yeah. good. I remember Travis tied them into a bunch of knots and they just all go up. But snakes. Yeah. The, like there's the, the rope of the crack, like, you know, the little green crackling balls? Yeah. It was like that, but they were in a long rope. Oh. So you light one and then they kind of go down. But bah, if you bah, put bah, knots bah, bah. in it, it would make like, oh, there's a big. Oh. Can't have fun anymore with fireworks. If you're not losing fingers, what's the point? I mean, look at Graham. He's got claws now. <laughs> I'm okay. Clack, clack, clack. I'm just snap uh, fast forwarding to the end of combat scene where you guys are holding me down and amputating my claw hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me return to the sea. <laughs> he is the hero of the sea, so he might just. Next thing, I'll be sprouting feathers. and Oh, no. He's going to go full Davy Jones. Why is he going to grow a, an octopus-like beard? Don't ask me, but that sort of seems to be how sea creatures work, right? Nope. Oh, he's technically like part dragon now, isn't he? Uh, like, no, not, not, not yet. that we nothing, know of. Nothing but game effect. Not that we know of yet, but... Yeah. I think that's the path. <laughs> I forget now. Well, I'm pretty sure, because I went with the... Isn't there... Isn't yeah, the, the power. What is it, like those... Aren't there like dragon kin, like sea turtles? He's just a dragon oh, kin yeah, lobster, yeah. basically. All right. So um, down in that room, um, a little ways away, I'll say Graham and Fenrith, you both hear some chanting in that room down there. Ritual magic. You're very all right, guys. And um, I think that's what dwarven clerics sound like. Drunk. All right. So then... <laughs> Their spells are cast just by rubbing parts of their beard together. That is the the holy language, is the sound of the the hair fibers. Yeah, the rustling of a dwarven beard. It echoes throughout the entire beard (laughs) nexus. So technically, anytime one dwarven cleric casts a spell, 
anywhere in any metaverse. All dwarves cast that spell in their location. <laughs> or they lend their power to the spell, enhancing it. Which becomes an infinite loop. Yeah. I like it. But so every dwarven cleric spell actually shatters the cosmos? Yeah. It, it, the fact that what that's what made the cosmos, mm. it's still shattering. That's why every time you play a new game, you're able to. Yeah, so you, can, you can hear some... Uh, some chanting going on down there, and then Fenrith, you feel uh, some magical effects begin to settle down on you, but uh, just as quickly they slip away. It's clodering time. Then the ranger takes some more shots. They just need to downward spiral worse and worse <laughs> and worse. But um, his shots just deflect off of your shield and your armor, and then this... Uh, this lone goblin bravely standing out here will change its aim to you, Graham. Don't do it. I feel like he's taunting me with that goblin. Rifle <laughs> visibly shaking. I'll, uh, <laughs> call the goblin. Catch the, uh, the ugliest out, creature yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, nine damage to you, Graham, from that uh, shot. Okay. And then uh, Rohan. I'm sorry, Graham. I couldn't get you out of that pinch. All right, so continue. <laughs> so that would be another five foot from where I was trying to move last time. Okay. Uh, still that, targeting that ranger. Thank God for my chitin. <laughs> Wait a minute, Graham. That just means that it's clobbering time. Wait, where did you... Oh, hold your... on a second, Fenrith. I thought we had a clause in our charter. That means you have to <laughs> help me. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so, yeah, once again... Full rapid shot uh, with the many shot on the first attack. Ooh, Sometimes I critical. hear you say mini shot. Not confirmed. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. So what so, just shoot two regular, hits. Two hits. <laughs> shoot regular um, size arrows, not the small ones. And one of them was the first one, so that one will be have an extra arrow to it. I was telling John about this a while back. Uh, there's a, I think it's a glitch in Elden Ring where when you're hit with an arrow, it like triples right. in size. Really? Yeah, it becomes so, this huge arrow. It's yeah, stupid. That's... So that's how I picture Justin's uh, <laughs> working. So yeah, um, three more arrows strike into him. All right. Yeah, so you can see those sink into him past his armor, and um, he doubles over in pain. And is that it for your turn? Yep, that was it. Okay, Casimir. Yes, sir. So what do you do? All right, so this mirror became a window. Yeah, it's like from your angle, you can sort of see that um, it is reflective, but um, it also looks like you can see through it to something else, somewhere else. All right. I'll double move up to it and look through, look into. Yeah, so as you... Pass through, I don't know if I You can. basically walk up these steps um, to stand in front of it, and then it becomes... Easier to see that you're looking into, um, you know, it's basically a um, a room with a round table, mm. you know, that's got some figures seated around it. Um, and it looks from here um, like nothing's happening there. It looks like everyone's frozen. Mm. Can I try to pass through this? Yeah. Uh, I'll put my hand up to it and see if I can. Yeah, you can. Um, like you push your hand through and then... Uh, it it has sort of a liquid feel, mm. you know, kind of like a Stargate. Uh, yeah, in I go. Okay. 
All right, Graham. All right, let's unload on this guy. All five of my attacks. Here we go. This is the main hand. We got one hit. Mm, one hit, yep. And the offhand. Another hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so damage. There's your dagger damage and the sneaks. Nice. You rip that thing apart, man. Yeah, so that's, yeah. So you start laying into this thing, and uh, before you know it, like you're stabbing through wires and cables and crystals, and there's like these loud pops and stuff, and then it just, um, you know, whatever's animating it ceases to be, and then it just slumps over and remains still there. Yeah, and I'll take a five foot down to the south to end my turn. Okay. And Fenrith. All right, I'm going to single move. I don't know if Graham's turn can end without him making a claw pun. <laughs> I thought about it, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> and find the channel energy here. We need to find an elvish god for you to worship named Claudius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so horrible. It's so great. <laughs> All right, so this will hit me and Graham. Claws in effect right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think my channel energy option stayed when I created it last. I'm just going to roll the 76, though. So you'll need to add this back as hit points, Graham. Okay. So we each get 23 hit points back. Take me down to 45 wounds. And that should be it for my turn. All right. Okay, so um, you hear some more chanting um, coming from this room in front of you, Fenrith and Graham. And once again, Fenrith, you can feel, you know, some magical effect trying to take hold on you, but it slips away. And then uh, this ranger steps back out of... Uh, Artillery range. Yeah. Let's see how brave the goblin is. But I'll take three shots at Fenrith here. Um, one hit. 13 damage. Uh, goblin takes another shot at you, Graham, and does four damage to you. And then uh, Rowan. All right, so make sure, okay. Uh, still target rangers, so clear targets. Um, I'll target that goblin. Goblin. Okay. Um, so let's see. I will add on deadly aim because I hate goblins. There's mm -hmm. deadly aim. Uh, I get a plus four for favorite enemy, minus two. For range, so drops to just a plus two, and I will do a full full volley. Oh, two potential criticals. <laughs> oh, neither confirmed. No. Uh, <laughs> Hero point. No, they're on my lower end ones. So let's see: one hit, two hit, hmm. three hit. Yeah. And one of the ones that hit was my. Uh, main shot, which has two arrows, so okay. four arrows all together. Oh, I forgot the plus four for two, three, four. Okay, so oh, yeah. Nice. So these arrows stick into him and take him to negative 57. Mm -hmm. oh, you love to see it. That's where goblins belong. Yes. So, so he drops dead there, and uh, Casimir, so you um, you lose track of time. It, um, you get the sensation that you're moving in a direction 
Um, but you can't see or hear, like you lose all sensations otherwise. You can't see or hear or smell anything. And so you don't have any idea how long it took before um, you step out into a room um, from from a mirror. And then, you know, looking back, you can sort of see the room you just came from. And uh, so the room you're in is relatively uh, simple. It's round in construction. It's got a round table. Um, it has a really large fireplace and then some cupboards and things of that nature. But uh, the dominating feature here is this round table upon which are seated. Um, let's see, nine, nine figures. Um, now these are elven. They're all obviously elven, but, um, you know, one of them you recognize right away is Tarcellus, and the rest, they have their own um, features. They're obviously deities. They're not just regular elves. But mm. You don't recognize any of them not being deep into the religion, but, uh, you know, it's uh, just based off what Tarcellus is, it's clear that, you know, that's what these are. Um, and so they're all seated at this table, uh, this round table, and their faces are like... Um, all of their faces are stuck in like a um, uh, various expressions. Their hands are up in motions as though they were having a conversation right when they were frozen. And there's a um, like a gray washed out look to everything mm. in this room. Um, so the only thing that catches your attention would be... Uh, the large fireplace that has wood set in it, but no fire burns there. And then uh, Tarcellus is one of the figures there at this table. You don't recognize the, the others. Um, but some of them do have like distinctive features. Like uh, um, one of them has uh, like wings. Mm. Uh, one of the female figures there um, has wings. And then uh, let's see, what's another one? Any with claws. One of them has like blue, blue, a blue green skin mm. um, feature to it. Um, let's see. Another one has a um, sort of a resemblance, I'd say, to Tarcellus, um, you know, but it's like this one's definitely dressed up like um, like a ranger, like like Tarcellus, one who sends, spends most of their time out in nature or whatever with the bow and things like that. So anyway, so that's what you see in there. Um, what do you do? Man, I don't know. My first like instinct is to just kind of like, I, I don't know if that'd be like as a player as Casimir in this case, but it'd be like announcements type stuff, like wrap the trident on the ground and, hmm. you know, basically... You know, like Seldarine, your children need you type of thing. See if that wakes them up. Okay. So, yeah, I guess that's what Casimir will do. Uh, he'll kind of thump the uh, butt of his trident on the ground several times. Make it kind of ring out, hopefully. Even though, who knows, maybe the current state of this room might not allow it. And he'll say something to the lines of like, uh, you know, Hark, Hark, Seldarine, the, the children, uh, your children need you. Coralon needs you. Okay. Let's see if it wakes them. All right. Yeah. So you pound your your um, trident on the floor there, and uh, it's pretty loud, and it echoes for way longer than than it ought to. Right. Um, but 
it doesn't draw any sort of reaction from these figures. They're all still stuck okay. there. Um, but you do notice that there is a um, a bowl on the in the center of the table. All right. Um, that looks like it had it has some sort of liquid in it. Okay, let's go check it out then. So uh, looking into that bowl, you've got like um, it's hard to say because everything's grayed and washed out and has that strange look to it. But there is some sort of um, liquid in there. Um, it has a like a sweet smell to it, right? And um, there's a uh, there's some writing on the side of it uh, on the side of the bowl. So you're you're examining that, trying to figure out what's going on here. But you know, because of these, all of these deities here, much bigger than normal elves. So is the table. So you basically got to climb up there like a kid, you know, and you're crawling over to this bowl to look into it. And it's not, um, it's it's really heavy. It's not something you can just grab and move around. But there is some liquid in there. Okay. Um, but basically, that's what you're looking at when you do finally hear some sound in the room. And then you turn around and once again, you see the shade of Tarcellus, like even more faint than before, Hmm. like barely there. And he's saying something you can tell by the way that he looks, um, that he's putting all his effort into this. He's like shouting at you, but the the words come across, barely come across to your ears. But, um, but you, you think he's telling you to drink that. Okay. I've seen if linguistics uh, allowed me to read lips. I don't know. think it does. All right. Uh, I'll go with it. Yeah. I'll, uh, could I lift that pull or is it too heavy? It's too heavy, but um, there's like a, a ladle nearby. Okay. Yeah. That, that you can lift. I'll uh, lift up this great ladle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, drink from it after dunking it in the this bowl. Okay. All right, so you take this ladle and you put it into this liquid and you drink it. And um, does uh, Tarcellus start going like, oh, "No, you tough. <laughs> no, no"? Um, you lose sight of him; he's sort of faded out. But you take this um, large drink of this liquid and then um, do a uh, fortitude save for me. All righty, yeah, there we go. All right, so um, when you were a child, um, you and your friends your fellow hero trainees had a rare day off from your studies and your work because um there was some festival that was about to happen and so all the adults were busy and you all had a rare day off and um what for whatever reason that day graham you had all allowed graham to talk you into he knew where his dad kept the homemade um, whiskey mm, that nice. his dad made. He knew where he hid it because his mom wouldn't allow it in the house. And uh, he let you all let him talk you into sneaking that. And um, so you guys did. You found where he'd hidden it and you all drank it. And then, um, you know, uh, you, you lost all memory and you woke up in trouble. Um, with your master standing over you. And um, anyway, it was a terrible experience. And the only thing you remember from it, Casimir, was that as you drank that, it just, the the fire that burned your soul away as it went down to your stomach was um, a memory that's never left you. No. 
And uh, you feel that same thing this time as you drink this. Um, you know, it has a sweet taste, but as soon as you swallow it, it's like scouring your soul away. As it goes down to your stomach, instantly the world begins to um, shake and go dim, and then you lose consciousness. All right. You do have a vague notion that you that as you lose consciousness, the sound of your head slamming against the table echoes for longer than it ought to when darkness takes you. Graham. Yeah, so I'm going to um, delay my turn until initiative 11. So after John, because John has told me that there's a mage somewhere. Okay. Or Fenrith, I should say. <laughs> John told me that. Fenrith probably actually needs to tell me that. All right, so I, Graham. I said it in Elvin. Mm, waiting for Fenrith. So Fenrith, Graham has ceded his turn to you, so it'll go your turn now. All right, I will single move 40 feet and then cast Invisibility Purge, which uh, will last for 14 minutes, reveal a 70 70 uh, foot radius around me. Anything that's invisible becomes visible. Okay. Get a bad batch. <laughs> that's the true story. It's actually formaldehyde. <laughs> that, that's not like they know what uh, yeah. what all does what. So. All right. So you cast this. You stomp over here and you cast this spell, and uh, it does reveal there's a robed human mage here. Oh. Holding a staff. Those sons of guns. And then and Graham. I shout in Elvin. Graham now. <laughs> Okay, so I need to get, like, here, uh, which I think might pass through his threaten, so I'll tumble through that. That way, uh, if that pillar is made of stone, I can do the stone stone wall flanking against the wall flanking. Okay. And um, I'll lash out at him with blood tooth. No mages. Does it have to be a non-magical wall? Um. I don't know. It just says stone. Let me. I'll yeah. take a look at it here after my attack and see like, what all I the conditions one. are. Yeah, we good combo. <laughs> all right. Uh, single attack. Here we go. Go Grant. It's a hit. All right. Do you know? Image. Have him targeted? Oh no, you do. I do. Uh, mm -hmm. There we are. Okay. All right. So you tumble forward there and uh, stab him really good, and you can see the surprise on his eyes because he's suddenly visible to you and. You know, he's bleeding heavily from his stomach now. Uh, is that it for your turn? Yes. Okay. So he'll take a step back here and cast upon you a spell. Does it look like he's got any metal uh, on, on him? Like armor so, or anything? He's a normal mage. <laughs> Necklaces made of metal? Uh, one second. So... <laughs> Hopefully it's a polymorph spell. <laughs> He's been trying look. to do something with me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> me. Although, for this purpose, he uh, I don't think he would want that on him. All wizards have one, John. Well, he's going to regret how, how else do you have more rings? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he steps rings. back here and he what? casts a spell at you, Graham. Oh, that was my will save? Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's a good thing you raised 30. it. Bad. Could have been Some worse. Some things never change. Yeah. 
What would that have been? Would that have been a two before? It would have been a minus two. So zero. Would have been a four. All right, with the four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. All right. So he casts this spell on you, and you can, you know, you feel that familiar sensation as magical (laughs) energies sort of taking hold on you. But then you, then you uh, forget all about him, and you realize that um, for whatever reason, the one thing in the world that you want more than anything that you've ever wanted is um, Casimir's, or I mean, uh, Fenrith's breastplate. So, um, good luck getting that off. (laughs) Basically. So if the target, which is you fails its saving throw, it becomes consumed by a powerful desire for the object for the duration of the spell. The creature seeks to obtain the object going so far as to attack anyone holding or wearing it. Um, and so that will be a hundred percent of your motivation. Okay. Graham should be getting used to these kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, I went for I a sword say, uh, yeah. in like the last combat or something. Yeah. I think he's just going to develop a tumor from all the uh, mind-altering spells. <laughs> I'm not actually a rogue because I steal things. I'm a rogue because I'm made to steal things <laughs> by evil wizards. That's what I've been telling you guys this whole time. You don't believe me. <laughs> I don't think you're actually a rogue at all. I think you've just been mind-affected. <laughs> you're actually the perfect uh, plant. Right. I like to think that this is uh, something that runs in the family too. So, like, <laughs> all your family, like, none of you are blood related. Right. My mom's not my mom. She's actually my grandma. And they're all less skilled, less less like they were. Like, I'm not as good as the last rogue. Mm. So, in, in baseball, they call that a pinch hitter. Mm-mm. <sighs> that was a bit of a stretch to work that one in, <laughs> <Nice>. but. <laughs> It took a little bit to get there, but you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Um, all right. So this ranger here takes a potion and then darts off this way. <laughs> it needs to be like a level one AOE spell where you can immediately identify something that you've seen before. Like the potion? No, like a person. Oh, tell whether or not I've I've faced this combo of mage and ranger before. Well, like that specific one, that person. Yeah. Oh, I see the error that I made. It's time to fix that. Because I think I've run into several caster-ranger combos that have torn me up. Yeah, but the whole point is you don't want to just be vindictive against everyone. Yeah. You want to be vindictive against the ones that survive. Well, at this point, it's probably everyone in their army. Now I see why you could see that guy when you weren't supposed to be able to see him. I forgot to do the uh, occluders on these pillars here. Mm-hmm. Although I think with him leaning out to attack down the hallway, he still would have had to have been at least partially exposed. All right. And then uh, Rohan, back to you. Okay, so I'll move uh, one move action first. If I can get it to line up with the square. And see if I can see anybody to take a shot at, which is a no. So then another full move action. I will shout to Rohan that there's a mage. I'm coming as fast as I can. Okay. And that will be my turn. Okay, Casimir. Sweet release of unconsciousness. (laughs) Fenrith, your turn. 
<laughs> I will uh, wipe some of the blood from my face and slam it to my chest and cast blood tentacles again. You already wiped all the blood away. <laughs> but I'm more bloody now. Okay. So blood 14, 15 foot tentacles will spring from my chest. I can uh, use a standard action to have them attack a creature. Mm-hmm. 2d6 damage. They use my base attack bonus plus my constitution. It's higher. And then I gain uh, temporary hit points uh, based on the damage that they do. And they only last until they hit once. As each one. Okay. So with that, then I will move. I'm starting he may not be a good guy. Fenrith? Yeah. Yeah. He's a cleric. All clerics are evil. At least the ones I've seen. Okay. Yeah, so you move over to there. All right. Cram. All right. So I got to go after that uh, breastplate of his. Hmm. (laughs) Do I have to violently get it from him to the start? You'll do whatever you think is necessary to get it from him. Like um, you have this overriding compulsion that you have to have that. It does say that you'll even attack if if you need to. Right. Okay, well, uh, I'm like, uh, Fenrith, take your breastplate off. I got an idea. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes ten minutes. <laughs> I'll help you. Here, where's the straps? I'll start, like, oh, <laughs> uh, I got pincer hands. You're going to have to do it on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I'll do, is I'll start uh, going for straps and stuff. Maybe I'll... Okay, maybe so, I'll clip one. I don't know. Well, so, yeah. So in this case, um, if I remember right, let me check something because I think you're onto something there. Because I thought there was a s- skill you could use to take someone's kind of like a sunder or something, like or, a sleight of hand. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, if there isn't a particular one, I like breaking it down mechanically. I guess I'm trying to because I know in grapples you can remove items. Once you start winning them, I don't know if you could remove a breastplate, but we could we could be like, if I win it, I start unloosening a strap here and one there, you know, we could work it out over rounds or whatever. Yeah, I think that's how we'd do it, yeah. But if you want me to roll a nat 20 sleight of hand, and that gets this breastplate off, huh? I could also try that. I mean, they kind of got stuff set up for that, or if you wanted to now, I guess, with the, uh, was it the CMB? Right. So yeah, basically, I, I guess I'm starting the uh, move into his threatened space touch attack part of the grapple. So he might react as someone would when they start trying to take your clothes and stuff <laughs> Get off. Get your weird claw hands <laughs> away from me. Gross. But what's it start with the uh, the touch attack, right? Well, it's uh, CMB now. CMB attack? Yeah, versus his uh, defense. I believe everything is that so, now. So I'll get that stuff. out there if we need it. Yeah, so we'll do grapple. So um, it's a combat maneuver. Against a giant. <laughs> so he's going to probably have some bonuses to his defense. All right, it's taking too long. It'll go quicker if I just clip that there. Why are you moving around, Finred? You're not claustrophobic, are you? <laughs> <laughs> do you have improved grapple? I do not, so I provoke the attack if he wants to take it. Yeah, but so anyway, yeah. Fenrith, you do see, you know, Graham has moved up and he's starting to like reach for the 
buckles and clasps on your breastplate there. Okay. Was, uh, sorry to have to do this, Graham. <laughs> do what? <laughs> this is a greater vital strike. Can I do this as a uh, non- Dude, just uh, grapple them back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to be able to, to attack this mage, too. Because I can knock him out in one go if I do it as subdual. Uh, what was it? It was minus four from your normal attack uh, so in D and D, but I don't know if that's the same. Uh, this. Currently, uh, yes, a thirty would hit. Let's see, Pathfinder, fucking. Um. So, are you gonna you're gonna do an attack on him? Yeah, is uh, trying to do a subdual. Let's All right, so that's a hit. And then plus six to that. Um. Can I? Suppress the flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38 plus 6, you say? Yeah. So 44 damage to you, Graham. Yes. <coughs> and then... Whoa, calm down, Fenrith. I think the wizard put a spell on you. You're attacking me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so normally what would happen there is now, now you would roll your combat maneuver. Right, and so you I would, got that 17. And you would reduce that number by the damage you had been dealt yeah. against so. his <laughs> combat maneuver defense, but there's no way that we yeah, need to roll that now. Have any damage, yeah. yeah. Or don't have any left. Anyway, so yeah. So there you go. That and then uh that'd be it for you. <laughs> I'm calling In many ways. I will I will heal you after. I'm sorry. I'm calling BS if Graham talks to Fenrith for a month after this. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to take quite a what? bit to... Yeah, he uh... gets special treatment. I am the only one that gets the silent treatment. That's the way it goes, Casimir. I've got higher wisdom. I can sort through these things now. Graham, this wizard, he's got a hold of your mind. He's been trying to do it to me all the entire no, time. No, you don't get it. I need the breastplate. You're attacking me. Think that through. <laughs> I need the breastplate. <laughs> get away with me, or get away from me with your creepy claw hands. <laughs> uh, I think I'm more scared of those than I am of losing the breastplate. Honestly. All right. So this um, he this mage he steps back over here, but he does um, or yeah, over to here, but he does pull out a wand and aim it at you, Fenrith. All these people they need to learn that if you pull your wand out you need to use it immediately right it's just you just don't threaten you don't just wait it safe yeah always have it in a safe direction but it has no effect on you yeah trying to will save a cleric's almost as bad as trying to will save like a wizard or a paladin paladin's pretty bad too yeah get off especially if they're like a charisma paladin yeah i can't <laughs> i can't subdual sneak attack rohan your turn claw hands okay <laughs> Dang it. Just go for it. Uh, we're gonna have to go for blood. Uh, he can heal it. All right. Yeah, so I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure that I can take one of those. Maybe first move. See if I can see anyone. Okay. As you move forward, the ground begins to shake. Okay. It's pretty pretty light at the moment, but you can feel the whole ground is shaking. All right. So it shows that I can see the ranger. Am I supposed to be able to see that, or is he supposed to have full cover? From here, no, you'd be able to see I him. I can't see the ranger. A corner, any corner of your space to a corner of his space. All right, you can see him there. He's peeking out, trying to take aim. So, then yeah, I'll take a a single shot at him with uh, the rest of my action. 
I like to think uh, any time that Justin's taking cover shots, it's just the Achilles heel that he's hitting. That's a hit. Wow. Okay. Just slamming. Seems like it sometimes. <laughs> Let him know that he's not as hidden as he thinks what is he it, is. Half a dozen arrows in these days? How much okay. are you up to? Uh, yeah. Close, yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, that's all I can do. That's my full round. Okay. Casimir, your eyes sort of flutter open ever so briefly, and you get the sensation of uh, cold and blowing wind to a fort save. All righty. Yeah. There you go. So um, yeah, your eyes flutter open. You get that sensation of cold and, and blowing wind, and uh, your eyes dip close again. They flutter open one last time, and you can see light coming from some direction as if from a tunnel, but then uh, consciousness fades again. Here I am being lazy. I was kind of imagining you like doing the Atlas ball through all that. Yeah, Sisyphus. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, like the, like how they, uh, you know, like the weightlifters do oh. that, right? Not rolling it, but yeah, like the... when you got it up on the pedestal, even though he said he didn't ma- have to make a test, right? It technically would have gone. Well, no, I'm talking, they, do, they don't do it from their back. I guess you, you probably haven't seen that. It's no, those strongman competitions. Yeah. They just call that weight an atlas ball. Yeah. Fenrith, your turn. All right. Sorry, I was playing with that blood thing because it has a bunch of stuff on there. All right. I will five foot forward so that the tentacles are within range of that mage, and I'll use a standard action to have them start attacking it. When Brandon described uh, Fenrith or Casimir climbing up like a little child, I had flashbacks to Stetson climbing up on the table. and I was just waiting for one of the gods to walk around the table and picking him up gently and put him down and say, no, no, no. Oh, I'm going to do those seven first. So how many hit? That's the rumbling of the of the complex. Ah. Doing movie theater 4D. Yeah. Extra effects. Yeah. Still have a pretty good mental image of Graham, like trying to push... It's like the hooks on the sides of the breastplate up <laughs> with a claw. <laughs> um, so, um, six of them hit. Okay. Two twos out of that. So that's 39 temporary hit points so far. All Is right. Is still alive? Oh, yeah. And what are these? These are the other seven. Because there was 14 of them. It's a 28 D6 attack then, all together? Because if you want it all to go to one person, yeah. There's one per caster. A lot of D6s. How many okay. of those ones hit? See, he's actually just morphed into becoming Cthulhu. <laughs> uh, it was it was that uh, fight at the church that turned me on to this spell. <laughs> hey, that uh, that fight at the church, guys, was was that kind of hot? <laughs> Five of them hit. <laughs> no, no, not, just me. Not I, like I, that. <laughs> hey, I'm joking. It was it was a joke, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. Graham's got a weird kink now, too. <laughs> Breastplates? Okay. Breath, breastplates and claws. <laughs> Another 28 temporary hit points. a little bit too Another 28 hit, temporary <laughs> hit points, and that should only leave three tentacles left because they die after one hit. Uh, so shapely. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and you got a deep storyline going on here, like in <laughs> The Boys. <laughs> yeah, so those all uh, fall away. Leaving just the three. Uh, anything else for your turn? Um, let's see. I still have an attack. Yeah. As uh, he should be within range of my... Ooh. Yeah, he should be within range of my sword, right? 
Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. As I will also attack using Raider Vital Strike. And I will not suppress the fire on this one. Another 39. Okay. All right. Should be it. The award for most dice rolled in a single round goes to... <laughs> you thought you were it, huh? <laughs> well, I thought Graham would set the set the bar with his sneak attack, but... He, no, it's always been Chun. He's always been the most dice rolled. Yeah. He yeah. also gives out the award, so he awards himself. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, John. Why, thank you, John. Thanks, John. <laughs> uh... But yeah, what was it? Uh, that Tempest Rangers started it all, I think, for him. Just it all went downhill from there. So it was 34d6 that he rolled. All right, Graham, your uh, turn. That's the Pathfinder model, man. Because I wouldn't have gotten away with that in d and If it wasn't for your kids. <laughs> all right, Brandon, I'm going to use the uh, the Obscuring Mist from my Ring of Spell Storing. Plant that uh, comes out where I'm at, right? Yep. Guess I'll go for nineteen. It's a pretty nice spell, actually. Uh, Temporary hit my... points are nice. So it's actually right here, and I'll be like, I hate to do this, Fenrith, but I'm gonna need that breastplate, and I'm gonna get it one way or the other. <laughs> Graham, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't understand. Your mind's not right, <laughs> and I'll start. <laughs> I'll uh, fade into the darkness or into the mist over here somewhere. Oh, why'd my movement disappear? Oh, not that. Dang it. Yeah, we'll move uh, over there. Not right in the head, Van Red. Okay. <laughs> so you're moving over here? Yep. All right. What did you... So you cast... Cast a spell and that's it. That's my turn. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Duration. What is, what is this? Five feet I can see now? Oops. Oh. I didn't mean to do that, Brandon. Uh, I don't know why I have all these. You can see five feet if it is obscuring mist. Yeah. Travis? Yeah. Uh, you can see five feet if you're in it. Um, what is it? Uh, you can see the obscured. next five feet yeah, they with got, uh, concealment. Concealment. There we go. But you can't see beyond that. Yeah. Okay. I think there. I can actually put the... I just put it on my like a visibility effect. I didn't know this had. Because I put the... Who did you put it on? On me. But it blocks my vision it shrinks it uh, yeah i can't i can't see yours how did you oh that's that, pretty though? cool uh you I want me to put it, put it on, it on you yeah put it's it on me too since it's I'm part there. of the spell effect yeah do it that's nice well, it affected everything that i saw through that area too so like i couldn't nice. see the other side of so yeah i'll put that on us oh I guess. crap <laughs> well yeah, i guess i it wouldn't be on me everything because of my blood tooth vision but um i guess that's what it looked like for you roughly yeah yeah concealment and visibility is really good against uh things with reach (laughs) or ranged attacks or ranged attacks yeah i'm cursing graham right now all right anything else for you graham that i won't know who who hits (laughs) me so that means the uh the inflict uh critical wounds will yeah sorry that's my turn okay all right, uh, so that's Graham's turn. Uh, uh, it is after one, two. Oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, time flew this time. Yeah, so that's Graham's turn, and then um, we'll just call it good there and pick Damn. it up again next time. Oh, yeah, man. But as um, as the obscuring mist takes effect and then everybody can't see anything, that 
the complex begins to shake more powerfully. What did you do, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> I told you that's why I need your breastplate. <laughs> okay, I didn't know it was this serious. <laughs> the world is doomed. Unless <laughs> I get that breastplate. Hopefully. <laughs> This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening.